This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's fuck this shit. I'm not on the coast at all. I don't think Boise is the West Coast. I think it's West. Like, I'm in the West. You're in the Central Division is where you are right now. Oh, so I'm where all the shitty teams are. Yeah, you're you're by um, the Vegas. Blues and you're kind of near Vegas. I guess Vegas would be my team. Oh, God. <laughs> some, some really sad shift there. Guys, once again, Christina is somewhere exciting. And I am still on my bed in D.C., recording from the same place I have been the last five weeks. Where was I last time? You were, oh, no, you weren't somewhere different, but you were in your, your mother's hotel room. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very exciting. We feature, <laughs> we feature now two members of Christina's family on the podcast. And none of Audrey's. Yeah, I'm an orphan. Yeah, today my dad actually, he texted me from the road, like, dad, stop doing that. But uh, he texted me, he was like, hey, uh, I'm listening to your podcast, Park Bunnies. (laughs) And I'm like, first of all, this is where we evaluate parks. Yeah, please don't listen to my podcast where I talk about how much I want to have sex with hockey players. Like, that's disgusting. (laughs) I know, I was like, please don't, don't. Don't. And also, it's it's Puck Bunnies. Park Bunnies sounds... It's Park Bunnies now. (laughs) Where we evaluate, like... Parallel parking. Bunnies. Bunnies that are in parks. (laughs) Alright, this bit is done. This bit is done. Welcome to episode five! Here we are, episode five. Holy shit! It's been a full fucking month of content. Honestly, I cannot believe we kept this up every week. I'm, I, I have not been this committed to anything, including every boyfriend that I've ever dated. Christina is in a friendship with me, a cancer now, so I have locked her down. And she, <laughs> she is gonna love commitment and stability. I personally think like Scorpio Cancer is a powerful duo. I think so too. Because we both have so many feelings. This is a water sign ass podcast. Yeah, just like the top line of the Dallas Stars. Yeah, no one's going to want to listen to us talk about astrology until next week when we do an entirely We're going to do it anyway. Yeah, it's our podcast. What have we learned in the last week? We get yelled at no matter what we talk about, but especially the more feminine-ass stuff we talk about. So I think we should just double down and talk about fashion, astrology. Yes! And, like, any other really feminine topics we can think about when it comes to hockey. Yeah, like how tall they are. Yeah, we should just double down on it. This is a this is a Chris Tanev podcast now. Ooh, a Tanev Brothers podcast. Oh my god! Cannot wait for our double wedding. Oh, wait, who gets who? I honestly do not care. What's his brother's name? I don't remember. They're f- mm. either either one is fine. So the Tanev Brothers, just so you know, are playing each other tonight. That's why there's so much content right now. The Canucks are playing the Jets. And those handsome boys with their beautiful cheekbones are going to be on the ice together. I hope they, I, I almost said I hope they kiss, but then I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> I, I shouldn't say that. No. Like, who who would want something like that? Ew. Like a family kiss. Like a kiss on the cheek. Like, mwah, mwah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so good to see you. What are we talking Actually, about this week? I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, we were supposed to watch a hockey game. This you week. did. I, mm, did I? <laughs> 
You you watched some. You tweeted it. I did. Oh yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Sorry, I've been I blacked out this week like completely. We're recording what on Thursday? We were supposed to watch the Canucks play the Penguins on Tuesday night, and it feels like approximately three weeks have passed since that evening. Like, what is um, happening in this world right now? I don't. Uh, I did watch the Canucks and the Pens. First of all, I didn't get home. I was I was out of town all day, and I didn't get home until like the first minute of the second period. So it was like tied after one. Yeah, I didn't watch any of it because I was on a date with someone who, funnily enough, Do you brag about it more. Wow. Yeah, at a date. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So he actually told me he's like, yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I was like, oh, that's so funny. I used to do a podcast, and he was like, which one was it? And I was like, it's it's called My Dicta. And he was like, oh, I listened to that. Are you the back walls girl? Oh, my God. I wanted to kill myself. Like, right there. Like, I wanted to, like, jump into a manhole. Because, like, I... (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't want to live in the universe where someone asks me, oh, are you the back walls girl? I don't know why. You put that out there. You're going to say something just as bad on this podcast. I do weekly. So, would you like to say something about Sidney Crosby or... Okay, listen. (laughs) Listen, I hate the Pittsburgh Penguins as much as, like, any right-thinking person should. I have watched a lot of videos of Sidney Crosby this week, and... Mm Mm-hmm. Audrey, I'm sorry, but he's he's not only a snack, he is a whole meal. <laughs> no! He is! Oh my god, he has... Sid is thick. Like, it's real. Yeah, he's got hockey ass. Carve that up like a fucking Thanksgiving turkey. Like, holy shit. <laughs> like, and he's got beautiful skin. He has very nice skin. He, he looks like he's 25. Nice. Yeah. Because he and Obi are the same age, right? I'm not convinced that Sid isn't a witch, so... I, I I mean like sure he's a conventionally attractive person. This this is the most uh, Audrey can say. Yeah, that's as much as you're getting out of me uh, <laughs> about Sidney Crosby. Well, we watched a lot of Sid footage this week because uh, a couple of the new Tim Hortons commercials came out. Those are so precious. A chain that exists. I mean, I've never been to one. You never been? Uh, no. They're in, they're in Minneapolis. I went a couple times before I moved. Uh, how are their donuts? They're a donut place, right? Uh, they're not any better than Dunkin' Donuts, which is also bad. I don't know. It's like it, it's like Dunkin' Donuts, but for Canadians. It's like bad coffee. Yeah. So Sid and Nate McKinnon did a couple of com- new commercials that came out this week. Nate Dog. Um, one that was just charming and funny, where they like go through a Tim Hortons drive-through on a Zamboni. Classic, classic Canadian humor. That bit we all know and love. <laughs> and then the one that's gone really viral is the one about the Kenyan hockey team. That they bring over. Oh wait, I didn't. I didn't... <gasps> no, you gotta watch it right now. Okay, okay. Hold on, I'll send you the link on Twitter. All right, I'm clicking. This is precious. That's not the game. It's just how it reaches so many people in a place like Kenya where you wouldn't think that there's even ice. Did! Play in full gear when you're not used to it? Yes, at first, getting the adjustments right in full gear was a bit tricky. But now, as per 
How tender was that? That was so tender. Like, I love Nate Dog. Do you think he and Sydney are, like, friends? I think he and Sid have done a bunch of, I think they're, like, the official Tim Hortons brand ambassadors. So they, like, do stuff together all the time. I feel, like, very weird feeling like this about enemy Sidney Crosby. I know. What is his sign? He's a really nice guy. So there's that. Here's the best part. Okay, so this this ad like blew up this week, right? Right. So it's Thursday night tonight, and the Penguins are playing. They're playing the Leafs. Oh, guess who they flew back to watch the game? The Kenyan team. Did they bring the Kenyan team back? Oh my god! Stop! Oh my god! (laughs) I love that. I don't. I don't know how this relates to the Canucks, but it really doesn't because. I just, that's about how much I wanted to talk about the Pens ever in my life. So let's talk about the Canucks, who won on Tuesday night. That's about all I remember about the game, other than, so it went to overtime, and Brock Besser scored, like, maybe 30 seconds in to overtime with, like, this beautiful wrist shot that was, I mean, OV-esque. It was pretty great. For those of you who aren't like, uh, or who are like me, who are new hockey fans, uh, the way that overtime works in hockey games is uh, there is a golden goal. So whoever scores first in overtime like ends the game. It's not like football where it's like every, like both teams get like 15 minutes of possession. You get five minutes. You get five minutes and then after that it goes to a shootout. Which is fun. I I actually hate shootouts. It makes me very nervous. It, it makes me really nervous because it's just, like, so much pressure on one person. This is the I most know. cancer shit you ever said. I know. It, gets, it gives me, like, really bad secondhand anxiety. <laughs> but we can talk about the Canucks a little bit if you would like. I would like to. I think they're a fun team. This is a team who is probably not going to be great this year. I would say draft lottery eligible. Yes, but also they have at least three standout really young players who are definitely going to be like the future of the franchise. They've got Brock Besser, they've got Bo Horvat, and they've got Elias Pettersson. Yeah, <laughs> I saw <laughs> like Audrey and I video chat to do these things, and I just saw her like pause, like my eyes filled with tears thinking about his concussion. So, do you want to talk so, about his concussion? Yeah, I think we should um, because this was the big disciplinary news happened within the league this week other than tom yeah well we don't fucking know what's happening with tom because literally like is he still yeah in i haven't heard anything i can check and see it's 7 30 your it. time we're recording at 7 30 on a thursday on october 18th and they are still in that fucking hearing that is not good Ooh. it ended like uh 45 minutes ago Wilson hearing is over. A total of seven hours with breaks. Gary Bettman will take the weekend to read transcripts and then write his ruling. Decision expected midweek. Come on. Oh my god. They're gonna knock him down. I think they're gonna knock him down to like 15 or 10. So, (laughs) the other thing that happened, (laughs) an introduction to Elias Peterson is that he's 19. He's incredible. Last year when he was in the league in Sweden... Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I know. He played in Sweden for a year. He won, like, MVP of the Swedish League at, like, age 18. 18. He made, I, like, I don't even, I, he made something, like, ridiculous, like, 70 goals in a season. He's very tall and skinny. He, um, he weighs, like, 174, and he's, like, 6'3". So he's, he's not a big guy. Right. So he's a rookie for the Canucks this year. This is his first year in the NHL. So in his first five games... He has scored five goals and gotten eight assists, basically. That's wild. And especially on a team like the Canucks, which, like, nobody really expected to be a standout this year. They're doing um, pretty good. I mean, they're not they're yeah, not like, terrible. They're they have a decent record so far in this season. I mean, this is a team um, that people were expecting to, like, have not won a game, like, this season yeah. yet. I feel like the, the worst thing about this story is that it happened when they were playing the Panthers. I know. Like, come on. Oh, like, they were going to beat the Panthers just, anyway. Why do we always have to talk about the Panthers? Panthers. Um, so what happened this past week is that the Canucks were playing the Panthers. And uh, so his nickname is Deaky Pete. Don't love that. A nickname that I hate. <laughs> I truly hate the way Deaky Pete I hate it too. They call him that because his footwork is like, he's, he's able to just slide around people on the ice and basically just like trick them into getting out of their positions. And then he just like dances around them and scores. Also sounds like he beats up people. 
Yeah, he does not. (laughs) (laughs) So Peterson, like, basically makes an ass out of Mike Matheson. He skates all around him. Yeah, which, like, when a teenager does that to you, it's like, oh, fuck, like, I should be doing my job. And you're known for being, like, having fancy footwork. Right. So he, the next time he gets a chance, he boards Pedersen. Sweet Elias. He didn't board him. He boarded him. He turned him upside down. Yeah. The real problem with this is that, ostensibly speaking, it's a clean hit. There was no head contact. Like, like it was a shoulder to shoulder. The first part of the hit was completely clean. And if he had just followed through with that, it would have been fine. Like, there wouldn't have been a second look at all. Mm-hmm. Um, problem was that he, after he slammed into him, he shoved him. He, like, took him by the shoulders and shoved his head to the ice. Kind of like WWE style. Yeah, he shoved him into the wall, basically turned him upside down, and slammed him into the ice. Which is a great way to get a concussion. Like, serious head contact with the ice, and Elias, like, when he got up, he he got up and then, like, had to sit back down, and very clearly... He was dazed. ...not all there, which is... It's really scary to see that. Yeah, especially with such a young player who's, like, making moves for his team, and, like, he's 19 years old. He's 174 pounds. You don't, you don't do this to a kid, you know what I mean? The problem is that if you start saying you can't do this to a kid or you can't do this to a rising star, it's like, where does it stop? And I get... I get, I get both sides. I do. Um, so anyway, Matheson got suspended for two games, which I think is... I think it's fair. I think so, too. He has also said that it was fair. He was like, I got carried away. Like, I was obviously, like, very frustrated. Mm -hmm. And the Canucks went on to beat them. The problem is, like, would the Department of Player Safety suspended Matheson if Peterson wasn't such a big rising star? No. Like, no. There's that. And so I don't, you know, it's like, where's the line, basically? And does this apply to everyone or does it apply to only some people? And, like, which hits are we going to suspend people for? Like, I, um, I think that, like, raises a, a bigger question just than, like, the efficacy of the players' board. You know what I mean? They are so, so, so able to be swayed by public opinion. Yes. And I think that's a problem. I don't think that, I, I think it's really important to have, like, an independent Ooh. regulatory subjectivity in my department of player safety it's more likely than you think (laughs) (laughs) but like i i don't know like i mean if if he was just some nobody like fourth line grinder from like the sabers nobody would have cared oh my future husband oh uh, both of our future husbands but yeah and it also raised another important question about like the role of enforcers in the nhl because you know as we've sort of like gone on into the present i feel like the role of the enforcer has gone down. Yeah, because the game, I mean, like, the game is more about youth and speed now. Right. You know? And so there's a lot of people uh, writing about and tweeting about and talking about, like, well, if we had had enforcers, shit like this wouldn't happen. Right. You wouldn't have big old players targeting 19-year-olds who weigh less than 200 pounds. Which, I I mean, like, I don't know what I think about that. I I think it is a physical game, and I I don't think... Mm -hmm. That people should be should back away from being physical yeah. in the game. Yeah. Again, the hard part about this is that it was a clean hit. Like it was the definition of a clean hit. And if Peterson had been twenty pounds heavier, he probably wouldn't have gotten pushed to the ground. Right. And so you have a question of like, obviously there were the game is emotional, the game is violent, and mm-hmm. if you're going to make if your team is going to be like all about speed and youth and that's how your players are going to be built, then they're coming up against these older defensemen who are huge dudes. How are you going to protect your players? I think that poses really interesting questions for teams like Vegas and actually also Tampa because they've built their yeah. entire offense and defense off of being really great skaters and really like fast skaters and small. Yeah. And like they don't really have any big defensemen. I don't know. It's sort of like the old guard kind of meeting the new guard and like the players have to figure out what to do with it. That's that's my worry is that like, okay, as time passes, are we going to see more of this happen? Or like, is the Department of Player Safety going to figure out their shit and set some like real regulations about head injuries, that kind of thing? 
I mean, like, I'm very skeptical <laughs> about that. <laughs> the NHL but... have concussion protocol? No. Yeah, no, 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 no. That sounds fake. So anyway, Peterson had a concussion. He's going to be out. This happened, what, maybe four days ago? And so, like, they said he was going to be out for at least a week. Head injuries, brain stuff. You can't really predict how long he's actually going to be out. It's scary. I mean, yeah. A huge part of hockey and hockey culture is playing through injuries and playing while you're in terrible shape. And that's the thing with, you know, head stuff. (laughs) Please don't do that. (laughs) Please take care of yourself. Yeah, I mean, I I know that, like, the Blackhawks goalie had a huge problem with this. Like, he played through a concussion. He was out for, like, half a season because he played played through a concussion. Don't do that, boys. Let's scold players more. What else did we learn about Vancouver this week? Oh, we learned about the Tanev brothers. We already talked about them. Yeah, we did. We talked about Chris Tanev a little bit last week, just that he's handsome. He's a handsome defenseman. With no social media presence. No social media. Really upsetting. We did learn that he allegedly has a girlfriend. Never stop me. (laughs) He keeps getting injured because he keeps throwing himself in front of pucks to block them. He does whatever he needs to do for his team. I know that he's very... He lays his life on the line. I know he's very popular with Canucks fans, so... Yeah. I did a lot of... Canucks fan now. (laughs) (laughs) I did a lot of Googling on uh, Vancouver riots today. Ah, yeah. We learned learned some things about Vancouver's um, penchant for violence related to hockey. To me, I always think of Canadians as being, like, very mild-mannered, like, law-abiding people. Uh, that is not true in Vancouver because no, no, they really fucking love to riot whenever they lose the Stanley Cup. Like it's not even win. Like it's not even like a happy riot. It's like a mad riot. And like the funniest part about reading, yeah, it, it's like there's some very sinister Boston energy to the city of Vancouver, <laughs> which I didn't really, didn't really know about that place before. They have like south Me. southy energy there. Yeah. yeah. My favorite part of reading this, like, the 2011 riot Wikipedia page was, like, the chant was, let's riot, let's riot. Oh, my God. And there are all these, like, great pictures of just a bunch of white people just sitting around, like, watching cars burning. In their Canucks sweaters. Yeah. That's rough. So, oddly enough, these riots happened when they lost to the Bruins. Wow. In the final game. Boston energy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, You know what? They lost and it like transferred over. Mm-hmm. Like Patrice Bergeron cast a spell on them <laughs> and passed like some very sinister, violent Boston sports energy curse onto the city of Vancouver. If you've ever seen that famous picture of like the couple like making out while there's like on police. The all... Yeah, that's yeah. that's from the 2011 Vancouver. Oh my God. Right. Are you it... kidding? No, I'm not. <laughs> They were, like, fucking in the middle of a riot. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm into it, but, like... That is so stupid. Yeah. That is so dumb. I really want to go to Vancouver because, like, I I appreciate the intense amount of stupidity that comes from a town that riots whenever they lose the Stanley Cup. Yeah, also somebody... I forget... Somebody... Oh, somebody told me this week that they call it Terminal City because it's where, quote, all young Canadians go to kill their livers. Or something like that. Oh, I thought that was every city in Canada. And I was like, so Toronto? (laughs) (laughs) No, Vancouver's supposed to be gorgeous. And I mean, if it lives up to the hype, we should go. I would like to put this out. If any of you would like to host us in any Canadian city to watch a a game, like, please tell us. We will come. We will. Okay, so the thing about these riots is that (laughs) they lost the final game of the Stanley Cup playoffs to Boston, 4-0. That's really, really rough. That's not even a gentleman's sweep. That's like a bitch bitch get out of here sweep. I think they lost in Boston, which is also tough. Oh, yeah, because, oh, my God, that was a series where the Bruins won, and that's when Tyler Sagan and Brad Marchand got their Stanley Cup misspelled tattoos. Oh, my God. Uh, 2011. People were, like, setting cop cars on fire. Very cool. But I like that. they were also, like, burning stores to the ground. They were stabbing was... people. Yeah, like, people got stabbed. Nobody died, actually. My favorite thing is that they 
broke into department stores and the employees all hid in the bathrooms (laughs) (laughs) and they had to wait for like the cops to come rescue them so the city got put on lockdown and so like riot police were everywhere with rubber bullets someone got shot in the head with a rubber rubber bullet there were literally seventy thousand people in the street rioting over vancouver fans who are listening to this podcast what the fuck it's hockey. Yeah. The only real sports rioting that I can remember happening is when the Eagles won the Super Bowl last year. That was a lot. That's happy riot. That was like benevolent rioting where like nothing was getting set on fire and nothing was getting stolen. People were just like getting naked in the streets and like I love that. Climbing light poles, which like cool. You do you. This was not like that. Audrey, would you like to be in a riot? Like if you if there was a riot happening, would you join the riot? I feel like I No. Would. Look at me. <laughs> I feel like I would, I feel like I would join the riot. I think it'd be fun. I, a, I don't like crowds. Like, I don't, I don't like being packed in with people. You go to hockey games, like, regularly. Yeah, but, like, sporting events are fine, because, like, everybody's in their own space, right? But when you're, like, being pushed around by people, like, I don't like being pushed around by people. You know, it feels kind of, like, suffocating when you're just at the mercy of whatever other people, like, want to do. Much like Patrick Kane, Audrey does not like to be touched. Extremely rude to compare me to Patrick Kane. Extremely uncalled for. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't like it when my fans touch me. Like, ugh. It's, like, really a pet peeve of mine when, like, people show me affection. The more I think about that, the more that it makes sense to me. Like, I also wouldn't like that. Powerful Scorpio. So, anyway, we learned about the Vancouver riots, the 2011 ones, and the fact that it happened before in 1994. And the fact that they have a lot of riots, one that is called the Oriental Riot. Mm. That's not very woke. Not very PC. (laughs) So, that's all we learned about the Canucks this week. (laughs) Stay tuned for more. So, for whatever reason, like, I know a lot of Canucks fans on Twitter. We're going to have Justin Morissette come on. Because they won't shut the fuck up. Between them and Leafs fans, like, they're the most online. Yeah. Like, we're, I I will say, spoiler alert, we're going to have guests. We're just trying to, like, figure out the format with just me and Audrey right now. What else happened in Canada this week? Oh, they did something smart. They legalized marijuana. Mary Jane. What is going to happen? I mean, I don't know the NHL policy on weed. Oh, I do. Oh, Audrey, tell me what the NHL policy on weed is. So the NHL policy on weed is the following. If they find out that you've been smoking weed, you will not be suspended. Oh. They actually, they don't group it with, like, hard drugs. They will only suspend you if it's becoming a serious problem. We all know that marijuana is a gateway drug, so... Austin Matthews is going to start smoking the ganja, and then he's going to become a heroin addict. I mean, the thing that's probably going to affect these athletes most is the medical uses for marijuana now. Like, you've got CBD oil, you've got, like, supplements, you've got all that kind of stuff that you can use to, like, treat inflammation and headaches and stress. And that's better. I mean, like, to me, that's better than taking, like, a Percocet. Yeah. Just rub some CBD oil on there. My dad, who listens to this podcast, I have never, I have never in my life smoked weed, ever, 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 ever. And you never will. I never will, but I've heard... Pinky promise. Pinky promise. (laughs) I've heard that it helps with anxiety and pain. And I think a lot of them have a lot of anxiety and pain. I would love to try CBD oil. I heard it doesn't work. I don't know. I mean, like, I actually don't have any friends who use it because... The United States is far behind in terms of marijuana policy, mm-hmm. but weed is legal in D.C. and I still like, I don't really smoke weed because it does make me, it actually makes my anxiety worse, mm-hmm. but I would definitely try like stuff for like health reasons. Um, I think that's really interesting. And the person who you will never guess which hockey player talked about how he thinks players would be stupid not to look into marijuana. I, I can't even. Who? Tell me who. It's so unexpected. It's Connor McDavid. What? <laughs> Connor McDavid? Sweet child. I would love to get high with Connor McDavid. That'd be great. This week, somebody asked him, like, oh, what do you think about, like, what do you think is going to happen in the NHL now that marijuana is legalized? And he was like, well, I think you'd be stupid not to look into it with all these doctors and all this research that's going into, like, pain management and memory and all this stuff. He was like, I think you, I think it's, like, smart to at least, like, consider it. 
Wow. Our progressive child. I bet Austin Matthews is going to come out against it now. No, he's going to be like, uh, actually, I'm going to use twice as much as Connor <laughs> McDavid, so... I'm going to play Stone and I'm going to score all the goals. <laughs> oh my god. I bet Brayden Holtby would get out there, like, high as a kite. I just think that if you're an NHL player and you have played high, you should legally be obligated to tell me. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know now. I'm sure many have played high on, like, Percocet or something. Well, that's the thing. It's like, everybody's, everybody smokes weed. Except it's us. Just, except us. Except the two of us. That's right. Good girls. Fine, upstanding, sober citizens. But, like, it's everywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. There's there's not, you can't look at the NHL, even though, like, I'm sure there are tons of GMs and owners and people who are, like, old school, old dudes who are like, oh, it's disgusting. You should never, you should never smoke. You'll get hooked on crack and then you'll die. I'm sure they think that none of their players have ever touched a joint in their life. I hope there's a bunch of players like out there who are like getting high and like playing Fortnite right now. Mitch Marner. Yeah, Mitch Marner. (laughs) Mitch Marner is playing Call of Duty. Oh my God. (laughs) Should we get to the calls now or do we have more to talk about? We got so many good calls this week that I think we should just get to it. Thank you. By the way, thank you so much for calling. It's really fun. I love you. It's fun to hear from you guys. Also, just a reminder that you can call us. You can also text that number. Or DM us. Yeah, or you can DM us. But, like, you can text us and it will go through. You don't have to call. Howdy. It's the one guy who wants you to talk about Texas college football instead of hockey. I know you aren't going to do that. But at the very least, I feel like you should maybe take some inspiration from Lil Jordan Humphrey and discuss either – or perhaps both the players who are way too tall for their position and or the players who are way too tall for their name. Because one, Lil Jordan Humphrey as a slot receiver shouldn't be 6'5", and two, his name literally has Lil in it. Just consider it. Texas is back for now. Have fun with Baylor, Christina. Bye. I love my 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 uh, my secret admirer who really wants me to talk about Texas football. Like, there's enough podcasts out there that talk about UT football. We don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. Nobody wants to hear that. I could give Christina like a two minute segment every week where she just recaps UT football, and I just sit here silently, hoping for death. I do that on my Twitter. Like, I am like I. That's true. Like, I talk about a lot of sports. Like, I am not. Yeah. I would say I am primarily a hockey fan, but like I have many other sports. Anybody, but he does pose an interesting question. Like, I don't really know who the tallest. My thing about NHL players is that they're all too tall for their personalities. Even Jonathan Marchessault. Some of those. Those boys are dull AF. <laughs> it's like the second they get over 6'1", they're like, brain cells? Just so much of their brain cells had to go into making them that tall. They, that, um, no, Jonathan marches, and that's the thing, like, like short kings. They got personality. Yeah, I mean, like, how tall is Tom Brad Wilson? Marchand? He's 6'3 or 6'4". That is much taller than I thought he was. They look shorter on ice for some reason to me. Yeah, yeah well, because it's shot from above. Yeah, so they look tiny. I've never actually met a hockey player. Yeah, our tiny boys. <laughs> our, our young sons. Yeah, I've actually, I've never yeah. seen a hockey player in person. I've never been to a hockey game, which is weird. It's so upsetting to me when you say that. I'm gonna and go. And the fact that it's still true. Someone take me to a Blackhawks game, please. Just go by yourself. I don't want to pay for it. There's $75 a game. So anyway, Venmo Christina $100 per game, and she will send you a personalized video detailing her thoughts on oh, the game. Oh, I absolutely will. Also, keep calling because I think it's a funny bit. Hi, this is Richard Pictures, Twitter user at Dr. Veritas, and I'm wondering when Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews are finally going to kiss. I'm a Maple Leafs fan, and I want some hot man-on-man action from my hockey team. Let me know when you think you're uh, there, rather, going to uh, finally do the deed. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye now. <laughs> Listen, Richard Pictures. As soon as possible, please. I think about this daily. I think about this maybe <laughs> hourly. I think they Do you think they've already kissed? They've got to have already kissed. Like, like little. You got to. I think you have to kiss all your teammates when you join the team. <laughs> That's just like a ritual. So for those who don't know, Mitch Marner is a right winger for the Maple Leafs. He's like one of their young guys. Wait, what is he? Like second or third line? Let me see. If, I want to see how much he plays with Austin Matthews. 
Oh my god. Well, the first thing you need to know is when you Google Mitch Marner Austin Matthews, the first result that comes up is a link to um a fan fiction site. Okay, listen, I have like gotten into like like hockey tumblr a little bit. It is so horny. It's like like you think you and I are horny? No 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 no. 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 Like Tumblr is like I'm clicking on it. No, don't do that, Audrey. Don't. I'm scared. Oh my god. It's explicit. I don't wanna I I don't Oh my god. <laughs> Are there photoshops? So bad. Are there photoshops? No, it's all it's all like novel length. Oh no. Oh, writing. No. Who does this? I would love to interview someone actually. There are so many um hockey fan fiction. You know who there used to be a lot about is Tom Wilson and Michael Atta. There was a lot about them. I completely believe it. Here's I also believe they There's have one about uh JT Comfer and Tyson Jost. Oh. Connor McDavid and Dylan Strom. Don't love that. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Asking for a friend, are there any Dylan Larkin ones? <laughs> no, but there is a Claude Giroux, Nolan Patrick one, if that's oh, what you're into. There's my a goodness. whole ass tag. Don't love, don't love any of this. Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and John Tavares. Ew. No, John I Tavares would never be in that. I hate this with my life, except I do like, there's one that has a tag that's just... Austin Matthews is a bottom, you cowards. <laughs> he is not. No, Austin Matthews is a top. <gasps> what do you think? I have exited that tab, and I must now set my computer on fire. <laughs> I feel like we need to go to church. <laughs> <laughs> that was so awful. But Austin Matthews is a bottom. I can't really seriously. I can only think about this in a joking manner, and it's slightly disturbing to me that there are perhaps hundreds of people who take this to the next level and like write 10,000 words about Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews fucking that's a lot for me one of these days I think I just think they should kiss yeah I don't <laughs> think they should well I don't know like one of these days we should take like a deep dive into like Tumblr hockey fan fiction I, I volunteer as tribute I will like pick my favorites let's do a reading series <gasps> I think that would be fun we should okay that was awful but we do think that they should kiss hey puck bunnies first time long time this is Garrett calling I have a question regarding the Edmonton Oilers. Last night, uh, Darnell Nurse scored in overtime to beat the Winnipeg Jets 5-4. And before that, Connor McDavid had been involved in every single one of Edmonton's nine goals uh, until that goal. My question to you guys is, considering how top-heavy the Edmonton Oilers are, and really with the best player in the world, how they've been unsuccessful, uh, especially last season and seeming it this season, how long do you think Peter Chiarelli has uh, as the GM? Thanks, and looking forward to your answer. Go Caps. Hey, Puck Bunnies. This is James from Wyoming. Hey, uh, so this week I've been reading a lot of takes about uh, whether Austin Matthews is better than Connor McDavid. And i got to say this whole conversation is just ridiculous. I mean, hockey is a team sport, all right? And uh, Connor McDavid is just a better contributor to his team than Austin Matthews. I mean, just look at the numbers. Connor McDavid, three and a half games, he played a part in every single goal the Edmonton Oilers scored. That's a team player. That's a guy who knows how to contribute when he needs to. He steps up. On the other hand, Austin Matthews is just selfish. Yeah, he's only scored, he's got 10 goals, but he's only got six assists. His teammates have had to score 17 goals without his help. That's unsportsmanlike. That's selfish. That's not the kind of hockey we want to see in the National Hockey League. The Leafs should cut Austin immediately. They should, or they should trade him to a team that will know how to turn him into a team player, like the Nashville Predators. Thanks for taking my call. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, James, for another uh, question that was really more of a comment. Like, the first time I heard it, it legitimately made me cry. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. It was These so are good. two great questions. I think they're related because, like, they're both covering kind of, like, the Austin Matthews-Connor McDavid dichotomy that's going on. Because, like, non, non-ironic fans of – I mean, not that you and I are ironic fans, but I feel like we kind of are – of hockey are, like, they're constantly waging, like, oh, who's better, Austin Matthews or Connor McDavid? Who's the best? Who's the best hockey player of all time? I don't think that – I, I don't like to rank them with each other. I don't. I think they're different. They're different guys. Yes. Well, they both have very different strengths. 
so uh, this has come to a head this week because you know it's the first like two or three weeks of the season and Connor mcdavid has scored or assisted in every single goal that edmonton has scored this year in like the five or six games that they've played because there's no one else that's insane that's so sad he might as well just be out there fucking alone like i don't know if that would help or hurt to just have him just skate around six other players in life one on six and a goalie (laughs) i think connor is gonna i think he's gonna move well i hope so he's a free agent after this year yeah he's 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 gonna go he is their captain so i feel like that would it's gonna be like really it's gonna be a big blow to edmonton when he leaves he's gonna write like a really sad players trip yeah article yeah (laughs) Where, where do you think he's gonna go? Oh God, that's a great question. Fuck it, send him to Chicago. Chicago doesn't have the cap space, but like, oh my God, can you imagine? Be, that would be really good. Mm. No, just trade him to the Leafs. Let's put them all on one team. No, no, <laughs> I don't want to make the Warriors of like Toronto. No, he should either go Connor to Dallas. Connor McDavid first line, John Tavares second line. He should go to Dallas. Oh, he should go to Dallas. Like, I just said that, but I, I think he actually should do that. Anyway. I want to see him and Tyler Sagan duke it out. Like, just two polar opposite personalities. How long do I think Peter Chiarelli has as Edmonton's GM? Not long. Uh, I think it really depends on whether Connor McDavid gets injured this year. Like, if he gets injured and he has to sit out for, like, a month, or if he gets, like, a really bad concussion, he's gone. Bye. Has has um Connor McDavid ever been hurt? Like, in his life, emotionally. (laughs) (laughs) Who hurt you, Connor? He has a deep sadness in his eyes, so I would assume yes. (laughs) He, like, okay, so as someone who's watched literal hours of puck personalities on the NHL YouTube, Connor McDavid does have a deep, deep, like, wound in his soul. He is world-weary. How old is he? At the age of fucking, I don't know, 20, 21? I also can't type right now because um, I got my flu shot today. Wow. (laughs) Brag much. My whole left arm is like really fucked up. This bitch got a flu shot. Wow. Herd immunity much. Austin Matthews is also 21. Austin Matthews is a... Oh, a Virgo. He's a Virgo. A powerful Virgo team. Austin Matthews looks so much younger than Connor McDavid does because Connor McDavid has. Connor McDavid has seen it all. Connor McDavid is a Capricorn, just so you know. Wow, okay. This is funny because, like, James in his message talks about how he's like, all the discourse about Connor McDavid versus Austin Matthews is he has taken off this week. It has ascended to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. I just think they have different strengths and I think, like, they're, they're very different players and honestly like well not only are they different players they have very different team situations like Connor McDavid has no one you cannot compare the Oilers to the Leafs like no and if you can't compare the Oilers to the Leafs then like how how successful is a comparison between Connor and Austin gonna be like really because they're carrying such different burdens basically yeah like the Leafs are like probable Stanley Cup contenders the Oilers are probable lottery winners despite the fact that like connor mcdavis scores five points a game yeah you know it, it you can't compare them yeah i think the oilers success this year lol that's a joke <laughs> it's it, it's gonna and whether or not chirelli stays on as gm it, it revolves around mcdavid's health and if he stays healthy and if they get uh good lottery picks next year even if mcdavid gets traded like maybe he'll stay He's not staying. Yeah, he's not staying. He's not staying. 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 (laughs) I'm going to put my money on it. Austin Matthews to the Yotes. Oh, yeah. Austin Matthews to the Yotes. Uh, Connor Connor McDavid McDavid to to the the Stars. stars. (laughs) Wow. Like, chaos. Chaos, chaos, chaos. Hi, this is Adam in D.C. Um, I was just starting to learn about this hockey thing, so I started Googling the Washington Capitals, and I found out they have four Russian players on their team. And they play only about 10 blocks from the White House. And I'm supposed to be asking a question. So my question is, is that allowed? It's not. It's not. It's, it's illegal. Short answer is it's illegal. Um, they are being investigated by the DOJ, I think, right now. Yeah. The Russian machine never breaks. That's, that's not yeah. allowed. The four Russian players on the team are Ovi. King. Dmitry Orlov. Uh, Kuzi. Love him. And who's the fourth Russian player? Oh, um, 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 the new guy, the guy who just got traded, uh, Dmitry Jaskin is Russian. Uh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Sorry, dude. Do they all play for Putin's team like Ovi does? 
Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, like Ovi, Ovi, you know, is in a league of his own because basically an ambassador to Russia. I don't have a problem with it. I don't care. I don't care. I mean, like, what's going to happen? You know, the worst that could happen has already happened. I guarantee you. Right. Like Ovechkin is definitely one of those guys who's he's going to go back to Russia. Oh, yeah. He's probably going to play in the KHL. Like make make it like 30 million dollars a year. Like, that's fine. Hi, bunnies. This is Catherine. Uh, this week, I'm wondering which uh, which Red, which Red Wings player do I have the best chance of marrying? I'm looking for somebody. Uh, I don't know, second string, third string, who will still bring in a good amount of money, uh, but who's also cute. Uh, because you know, I'm trying to secure the bag. Uh, I'm kind of sick of college. <laughs> I'm ready to become a trophy wife. Thanks. Yes. Well, Catherine, number one, thank you for calling Secure again. Number two, luckily for you, I mean, honestly, most players on the Red Wings could be classified as second or third string. They are not a good team. Also, from the very little research that I did today, aka just stalked all of them on Instagram. Most of them are single. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of single guys on this team from, again, the very little evidence. Like, young and old. Like, there's something for everyone on the Red Wings. Yeah, okay, so let's play match game for Catherine. Christina and I both did independent research, and neither of us knows who the other person picked as prospects for your boyfriend. (laughs) Um, I picked, like, three. How many did you pick? I picked two active players and two prospects. Okay, so the first one I have Uh is Tyler Bertuzzi. Oh, I did not pick Tyler Bertuzzi. Okay, this is good. Tyler Bertuzzi is an Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> He's 23 years old. He's six one. He makes a cool $575,000 a year. Okay, so he's attainable, basically. Oh, he's a left winger. Yeah, he's cute. Uh, he's missing a tooth. Oh, oh no. Tyler Bertuzzi, I know who you're talking about. He has a girlfriend, though. Well, you know what? Girlfriend isn't a wife. The other person I picked is... Wait, I want to do one. Okay, okay, go, 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 go. Okay. So my first pick for Catherine is Anthony Mantha. I did not pick him. He's 24. He plays right wing. He's 6'5". 6'5". Oh my god, he's hot. He's a tall, blonde man. He's also single. Is he ready to mingle? He may be. I don't know. I don't know what's (laughs) going on in Detroit. Uh, He has... He was playing on the first line last week. That was exciting, but usually he, like, goes between, like, the third and the second. He also just signed a new two-year contract for $3.3 million. He's gonna be around for a while. Secure the bag, Catherine. Okay, what's your second choice? Okay, my second choice. Uh, his name is very hard to pronounce. So his name is uh, Andreas Athanasiou. <laughs> I think it's Athansiou. Athansiou, that sounds much better. That's my second choice, too. <laughs> Well, he's like, he's 6'2", he's cute as fuck, he's 24. Yeah, he's like model pretty. He's Greek and Guyanese. Oh my god, he's a center, like, I don't know what his, like, his uh, contract is. Okay, I do. He Thank you. Again, two-year contract, $3 million. So, stick around for the next two years at least. Andreas, call Catherine. Call Catherine. Okay, who, um, who's your next one? A couple of prospects, too, if you're, like, looking at, like, the younger pool of talent coming up. Weird, but okay. Uh, they're 18, so it's fine. <laughs> Joe Valeno is a center. He is is an amazing hockey player, first of all. He is the first player from Quebec to be granted, like, exceptional status, meaning that you basically get to go to junior hockey when you're 15. Wow. There's only been, like, four or five other players who have done this, including John Tavares and Connor McDavid. So he's on that track. And his favorite team growing up was the Caps. And Ovi is his favorite player. Oh. So that's why I put him on the list. <laughs> oh my god, cute! He's very cute, also. Um, And then also, it would be fucked up if I didn't put Philip Zanina on this list. You have to. Um, he's a winger. He's He was the draft steal. It was the big deal of the draft this summer because... The Yotes passed on him and chose a center instead of a winger because they of the needs of their team. He went six overall in the draft this summer. He has amazing eyebrows. He is an Instagram thought. So if you're into that, Philip Zanina is your dude. He is going to be the star of 
the Red Wings. He is currently playing in the minors, but I'm sure he'll get moved up in the next couple of months. Yeah, like probably this year. Oh, definitely. My third pick was uh, Jimmy Howard, who, oh, if, yeah. if you like an old king, he's 34. He's he's the goalie. Yeah, we know you're in college. <laughs> but if you're trying to date a 34-year-old... I mean, I did that when I was in college. Don't recommend it, but... What's worse, me trying to hook her up with 18-year-olds or you trying to hook her up with a 34-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> Only God can judge, Audrey. It's fine. Age is nothing but a number. That's right. Oh, wait, he, uh, Jimmy Howard's actually married, so... Well... You'll have to bust that one up. A wife is just a wife, am I right? That's right, that's right! <laughs> no, I respect the sanctity of marriage. I don't. Anyway, so there are your choices. Follow them all on Instagram, slide into those DMs, shoot your shot. I believe in you, Catherine. Can I love you. you. Detroit? Catherine's like the official, unofficial third mic. The only reason that Christina did not put Dylan Larkin on this list is because she has big property of Christina stamp on his ass. I think about Dylan Larkin about every 10 minutes, <laughs> <laughs> like 40 times a day. Like I think about him a lot. I That picture of him looking back at it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, This one's for Christina. I don't know anything about hockey and i don't have a question just wanted to call to uh say that this is maggie and uh text me back uh, what the fuck what kind of bullshit is this stop going on dates and hang out with me can you put this in the podcast okay bye maggie maggie listen you text me like a lot you text me a lot maggie <laughs> Like, oh, I cannot good. respond to the amount of volume that you sent me. You know that I love you. You know that you're my mm -hmm. wife. Please stop calling my podcast. Watch a hockey I... game with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go to the Blackhawks game. Maggie, if you go, if you and Christina go to a Blackhawks game together, I will play every single one of your voicemails on the podcast from now on. <laughs> Christina's making just a horrible face of me. We could probably get someone to like fund that for us. Yeah, anyway. absolutely. Those are our calls for the week. Thank you so much for calling. Next week, there are some very good games. Who's playing, Audrey? Next Tuesday, the Kings are playing the Stars. <gasps> we could talk about Tyler a second. The Sharks are playing the Preds. Oh, that'd be fun. The Yotes are playing the Blue Jackets. We're not, we're not watching that one. Uh, the Panthers are playing the Rangers. That's a no for me, dog. Why aren't the Devils playing? I want to see my, like, feisty son, Miles. Yeah. Oh, and on Wednesday, the Lightning is playing Babs, which could be fun. Well, we'll put it up for a poll for you suckers to vote on, and you're going to pick the worst one somehow. Yeah. Also, sorry we didn't really talk about the games this week. There was just a lot going on. AKA, I was dealing with a family emergency and Christina was on a date. So <laughs> It's the same thing. It's the same, it's the same <laughs> level of, of, of busy. Great dynamic we've got going on here. <laughs> Where Audrey does all the work and I'm, the, yeah. and, I, and I'm also here. Yeah. So that's cool. Thank you for calling. Thank you for listening. We're on Stitcher now. Listen to that. Oh, yeah, we are on Stitcher. We're on Player. I don't know like what the fuck the, these... We're, well, I mean, like, we're getting added to all the, like, aggregating sites, which is fine. Again... Aggregate me, daddy! <laughs> I'm so sorry. If you are so inclined, please rate and review on iTunes. Even or if you're not. Or just tell somebody about it. We really want to like, catapult this to fame, so please keep listening. Yeah, because we're trying to marry some fourth-line wingers from Buffalo and have a double wedding. It would be beautiful. Go live in the snow. Okay, we have to stop. We have yeah. to stop okay, talking. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Next week. <laughs>